0: So our journey continues in developing a basic knowledge of God, utilizing a few of his many attributes that he has revealed to us through scripture. The one we're going to discuss today, and quite frankly, one of the most difficult for us to fully accept, is that God is just. And Pastor Will Huntsaker, and you are listening to Brand of Man, building one disciple at a time for the cause of Christ not through the agencies of man, but by the grace of God. Let us pray. Holy Father, we desperately pray today for insight, that you will allow us a glimpse into your infinite nature of justice. We request, the merciful and holy God, that you fill us, not as in the filling of a glass, but as the filling of a sail, moving us steadily forward in the knowledge of you. Amen. Blessings to you all and welcome. It is truly a gift to have you with us today. So it was the late R.C. Sproul during his teachings that often said there is undoubtedly two things every human in all of creation from start to finish will receive from God at least once, his mercy or his justice. However, what mankind will never receive from God is injustice, as the scripture clearly supports. The rock, his work is perfect, for all his ways are just. A God of faithfulness and without injustice, righteous and just is he. Deuteronomy 32, four. As we begin to explore the justice of God, which is pretty straightforward. We must fully acknowledge that the Christian idea of what is just is based on the attributes of God in accordance with his will. This is the Christian worldview. In other words, God determines the standard of what justice is, not man. And his justice is the base upon which his infinite power rests. As the psalmist writes, righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Mercy and truth go before you. Psalms 89, 14, let that sink in. His justice is the base. His justice is the base upon which his infinite power that he executes rests. Everything comes from that perspective. Folks, in the simplest of terms here, all that God determines is just. There is no darkness in him. He determines what is fair. He determines what is true. He is always first because he is just. As such, he reigns in accordance with what he has determined. So whatever he determines to be moral is moral. Whatever he determines to be immoral is immoral. Whatever he determines is just. There's no relativism here. He decrees moral absolutes. Essentially, God's justice requires all of creation to conform to his will. Now, if we look in the Old Testament, we see God's justice is directly linked to what he has determined to be upright and moral, as reflected in the law, the Ten Commandments. Breaking the law is therefore a violation of God's justice and punishment is implied with an idea of restoration in his mercy. The New Testament is very similar, as sin is any violation of God's just will, which will not be waved away or winked at. Violations will be punished. Of course, now the idea of restoration here is found in the work of Jesus Christ. This knowledge of God is critically important to the principle of sin, which is any opposition to the will of God, We do not get to make relative decisions on sin. God has already determined what sin is. We do not get to set that standard. He does. We can only be obedient to the standard or disobedient. But this is critically important to the principle of sin. Scripture makes it pretty clear that sin has consequences. I mean, this goes all the way back to Genesis. But from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat, God says to Adam and Eve. For on the day that you eat from it, you will certainly die. Genesis 2.17, sin has consequences. Going against the will of God has consequences. Violations of God's justice has consequences. This is kind of where we get to the, the meat of the message concerning the justice of God. So God has already revealed his position concerning man many times. But here specifically in Romans 3, he says this, There is no righteous person, not even one. There is no one who understands. There is no one who seeks out God. Romans 3.11 But God is just. Thus his justice will involve judgment. Of which he applies without favoritism. There is no one who understands. No one who seeks out God. Which means we get what we have coming. Not what we think we have coming, but what we actually have coming. And God delivers this justice in two ways, with blessing and with discipline, and neither are up for debate. The Apostle Paul, in his second letter to the church in Corinth, expressed these essential features of the delivery of God's justice. He says this, he said, He made him who knew no sin to be sin in our behalf so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Very popular verse, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. The him here, of course, is Jesus Christ. He would be subjected to the discipline, as the penalty of sin was ascribed to him. Not his sin, but ours. Believers, on the other hand, are provided the blessing, where just as sin was ascribed to Jesus, his righteousness is credited to us. Discipline and blessing. In this way, God is both just and justifier in dealing with violations of his will. Simply, God will not deny justice while he's enacting mercy. Paul says in Romans, But it is the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all those who believe. For there is no distinction, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, being justified as a gift by his grace through the redemption which is in Christ Jesus, whom God displayed publicly as a propitiation in his blood through faith. This was to demonstrate his righteousness, because in god's merciful restraint he let the sins previously committed go unpunished for the demonstration that is of his righteousness at the present time so that he would be and here it is just and the justifier of the one who has faith in jesus romans 3:22 through 26 God is just, and he is the justifier. Scripture reveals this attribute as the distinct description of who God is. All the way back in the Old Testament from Isaiah, for the Lord is a God of justice. Isaiah 30, 18, that will not change. Scripture reveals that God expects us to practice justice as well. He has told you, mortal one, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God? Micah 6.8. The problem we have in accepting God's justice is we often view it in short term, leading to questions of how evil and wicked behavior can flourish while the good and upright often suffer. This problem hangs on, on old sayings like crime doesn't pay. Well, we know that all too often, it does pay in the short term. This is the conflict between the fallen state and mind of man with the holiness of God. It's a conflict that will not fully be resolved this side of glory. But rest assured, the justice of God will not ignore evil. He says, I will punish the world for its evil and the wicked for their wrongdoing. Isaiah 13:11. God's justice is a critical attribute, but it, it never operates independent of his other attributes. None of the attributes do. This justice is always present and active, operates without limitation, and is full of love and mercy. Without God's justice, our obedience would be unnecessary. As sin would run rampant in the world, the evil would triumph. But by the blood on the cross... And resurrection from the dead, the justice of God has been satisfied for all those called to faith in the Christ Jesus. God is just, folks, that will not change. Thank you for listening. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace. Amen. If you've enjoyed listening to this episode of Brand Man and would like to continue listening, please subscribe as we will continue to proclaim the sovereign power of God through his many attributes. We'll bring glory to God alone in all things and continue to bring you biblical truths each and every week. God bless you all. Next week on Brand a Man, we will discuss one of the greatest mysteries contained in the Holy Scripture, which is the triune nature of God.